0: Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Pastor Brett. I want to welcome you here today. I want to welcome everyone watching online today. So good for you to join us. October uh, 22nd was the last message of uh, a series about the fear of God. And we started our, our ministry season talking about the fear of God and then we had a break there and started talking about some, some current events with Israel, and, uh, and the plan was today to get back to that series, um, but uh, Friday afternoon, I just wasn't feeling it. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm not sure when we're going to get back to that series. That might be just, just uh, finished for now. Uh, but I felt like I needed to, to talk about something else today. I have a, a very, a very important announcement to make this morning. I've got good news of great joy. Do you know in the town of Bethlehem, the Savior of the world was born. Amen. Yes. The Messiah. The Lord. The King is here. Amen. Today I want to share some Christmas hope with you. I'm not talking about a false hope or an empty hope or or the hope that the world offers you. The hope that I'm talking about is more than just a hope for a white Christmas. It's more than just a hope for a merry Christmas. It's greater than, than the hope of the, the Death Star plans that have been recovered. It's greater, it's greater than that hope. But it's full and it's real. It's a hope that endures. It's a hope that shines in the face of hopelessness. It's a hope that comforts and lifts up in times of loss and loneliness and heartache. It's a hope that sparks courage and confidence for those who desperately need it. It's a hope that quiets an anxious soul and it births a deep joy. It's a hope that only God can give. And it's a hope that God gave us on the very first Christmas. And it's a hope that's available to each one of us today. How's that sound? That was a good announcement. Please turn in your Bibles to Isaiah chapter nine. That's where we're going to be talking from today. Isaiah chapter nine. We're actually going to start in Isaiah chapter eight. Isaiah 8 and verse 22 says, Then they will look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom. And they will be thrust into outer darkness. So this is is where Israel is at at this time. They've lost sight of God. They are in complete despair. They're living hopeless. God's presence, God's glory, God's comfort. Is gone. Israel is in suffering. Their future is uncertain. They're being attacked by enemies. They're living in darkness. They're lost and they're afraid. But God sends his people hope in Isaiah chapter 9, verses 1 to 6. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, but in the future, he will honor Galilee, Galilee to the na- of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light, and on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You've enlarged the nation and increased For to us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Jesus is the hope of Christmas, he is light. In the darkness, he's the reason we can rejoice. He's shattered the oppression, the bar of sin across our shoulders. He's destroyed the enemy. Hallelujah. You know, some of you might be feeling like Israel this Christmas season. Maybe you've lost sight of God, which absolutely can happen to all of us, and maybe you're missing God's presence, you're missing his glory, you're missing his comfort. Maybe you're under attack, maybe you're burdened this Christmas with fear and doubt. Maybe you feel lost and afraid, confused without direction. I've got good news of great joy. The God of all wonder and miracles is in this room. The perfect counselor is here. The God of all might and power is here. The eternal father is here. The prince of peace, the God of reconciliation and wholeness, nothing missing and nothing broken is in this room today. Hallelujah. Let's pray. God, I just thank you so much for Jesus. I thank you so much for hope. God, I just pray that we understand your hope today like never before. No matter where we're at with you, no matter where we're at in circumstances, no matter how we're feeling, God, I pray that hope, your hope, will rise today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you know that Jesus is wonderful. I love the wonder of Christmas. I love the wonder of Christmas. And, and I'm not talking about the wonder of how Santa can get to every home in one night. <laughs> For the world, that's, that's the only wonder they have. <clears throat> but I'm talking about the wonder of God. <clears throat> becoming man, trading his glory for a stable, humbling himself even to the death of a cross. The God who spoke the universe into existence is now cooing as a baby on the earth. That is wonderful. Amen? That word wonder, the Hebrew uh, describes wonder as it is indescribably great. Wonderful. That which is so tremendous and so amazing that it's, it's literally beyond all description and goes beyond human comprehension. It represents supernatural It is always used in reference to God's word or God's works. It means stunning, jaw-dropping, head-shaking, leaves you speechless and dumbfounded. Wonderful means it is to be awestruck. Have you ever marveled at the wonder of God? Our God is a wonder-working God. Psalm 17 and verse 14 says, you are the awesome God who works powerful wonders. You've demonstrated your power among the people. Raise your hand if you need a miracle this Christmas. I've got good news. The wonder-working God is available to you today. My prayer for you this Christmas is that you get lost in the wonder of God. My prayer for you is that God will drop your jaw this Christmas. Hallelujah. That you'll be amazed at the wonder of his power and his grace and his love. Jesus is wonderful. That's our hope. How many of you know that Jesus is also mighty God? That he is mighty to save. Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one, will save. Jesus is our champion. Jesus is our champion. He rescued us from darkness, sin, and death. Colossians 1 says, Giving thanks to the Father who's qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints, in the kingdom of light. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the Son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. We were absolutely hopeless in our sin. I was reminded this week of an old story that I, I once heard about a little guy, um, you know, maybe he's six, seven years old, and, and it's Christmas time, and he's writing, he's writing a letter to God about the presents that he wants. And, um, and so he starts out the letter, God, I just want you to know, I have been so good for the last six months. And then he stopped and thought about for a second, well... Okay, maybe okay. So he crossed that out. Started again. God, I have been so good for the last three months, and and he thought about that uh, some more. And he thought, no, I, no, I can't quite. And he crossed that out. He said, God, I have been so good for the last two weeks, and I just really, no, no, I can't really say that. So then he went over to his family's nativity. Has all the figures of of the Nativity and has Joseph and Mary and Jesus and the wise men and the angels. And uh, and he takes Mary, takes Mary from the Nativity. And he goes back to the table and he starts all over again. And he said, Jesus, dear Jesus, if you ever want to see your mother again. And See, what that boy realized is that he wasn't good. He realized that he was hopeless in his sin. So he had to take some drastic measures. (laughs) We are hopeless in our sin. But thank God, he took drastic measures. Amen? Jesus defeated sin and death. Jesus is mighty God. There is no force on earth or under the earth that can contend with mighty God. You can put your hope in his might This Christmas, Jesus is mighty to save. How many of you know that Jesus is also everlasting Father? He's everlasting Father. You know, one of my favorite things about Christmas is rest. I am so tired by the time I get to Christmas. Can anyone relate to that? And um, when we get tired, right, we get tired. We get tired from the grind. We get tired from the toil, the battles, the storms, ministry, dealing with people, not not anyone in this room, other people, dealing with other people, But we can be encouraged because Jesus is the everlasting God. He doesn't get tired. God doesn't get tired, and you can find strength and rest in him today. Isaiah 40, verse 28 to 31 says, Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding... No one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They'll soar on wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not be faint. Hope in Jesus, and he can renew your strength this Christmas. A second aspect of everlasting God is that Jesus is our eternal hope. He's our eternal hope. I was um, reminded of a a story that Dr. Criswell uh, told. Dr. Criswell is a, a famous pastor. He's passed away now. But he was talking about when he was on an airplane And uh, he was sitting beside, uh, actually, another well-known person of faith. And um, he started a conversation, and and this person started to tell Dr. Criswell about his son. And his son was very sick. He came home from school. He had a fever. Um, The father and, and the mother, the parents just thought it was just another another you know, thing that happens to kids. Uh, but it was actually a very deadly form of meningitis that his, his son had. By the time the doctor came to see his little boy, uh, he said, there isn't anything that we can do. And he's going to die. And so the father at his son's bedside and um, his little boy started to lose strength over the days. And his vision... It was starting to get clouded. And he talks about the conversation that he had with his son. And his son said, Daddy, it's getting dark, isn't it? Yes, son. It's getting very dark. Daddy, I guess it's time for me to go to sleep, isn't it? Yes, son, it's time for you to go to sleep. Then his son put his hands like this on his head. And his pillow and he said good night daddy i'll see you in the morning and after he closed his eyes he stepped over into heaven and as the father was telling this story he paused there for a long time and just looked out the window And then after a while, he turned back and said, Dr. Criswell, I can't wait until the morning. That's our hope in Jesus. Jesus is our assurance. Jesus is that morning will come. That's real hope this Christmas. Amen? And lastly, Jesus is the prince of peace. John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You know, many of you in this room have experienced loss. Some of you have experienced loss in this last Year. Some of you have experienced loss even in this last days. And Christmas is a real reminder of the loss. And I can't imagine how difficult that will be for some of you, but Jesus does. God knows loss. And even in that kind of heartache, there's hope in the Prince of Peace. And my prayer for you this Christmas is that you will intimately know, intimately know, the Prince of Peace. You know, it's been eight days since Brother Bridal went to be with the Lord. Do you know the moment that he passed, and the moment that he he breathed his last, that his hope was realized? He's been in the presence of wonderful for eight glorious days. He's been able to embrace his daughter, Brenda, his parents, his friends, all of his loved ones that have gone before him. He has no pain and no tears and no sickness and no sorrow. He's worshiped in the throne room. He's sung with the angels. His eyes have seen. His ears have heard. His heart knows what the Lord has prepared for him. His hope in Jesus is fully Realized. At his funeral, we sang the hymn, What a Day That Will Be. This is the hope. This is the hope that's available to you today. Take hold of the hope that God's offering you this Christmas, take hold of Jesus. And right now, right now, you can know wonderful. You can know mighty God right now. You can know everlasting Father. You can know the Prince of Peace. What a God. What a Savior. What a hope. What a hope. Hallelujah. Amen. I was going to invite our worship team forward and we're going to uh, sing one more song. You know, I, I feel like I need to give an opportunity here to receive hope. Um, You know, even when, um, when Brother Bridal got sick, and even, even though he was 92 years old, and even though I, I, knew, I knew that that day would come one day, and, and even, even when I visited him, visited him in the hospital 10 days ago, Do you know I still thought I had more time with him? I still thought I had more visits coming. You know, I I really think that that most of us, maybe all of us, believe that we have more time than we actually do. And so this is not something that we should delay. But every one of us should take hold today of the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. Amen? And so I'm just going to invite you just to bow your head, close your eyes just for a minute. And if there's anyone here, if there's anyone here that, that you're just not sure, you're just not sure if, if you actually have that hope in Jesus. But you would like to be sure. You'd like the hope of our Savior. I'm just going to invite you just right now to raise your hand. Amen. Amen. I see those hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I see those hands. I'm going to pray a prayer, and and I just... I'm just going to invite you just to just to agree with me in prayer. Pray this prayer with me, to yourself, and and the Lord knows your heart. God, I, I just want to pray for anyone in this room that, first of all, that that loves you, and that has relationship with you, but but there's just there's just questions or there's just doubt or there's just that. That uncertainty, God, I just pray for assurance this morning. I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you give assurance of hope today in Jesus' name. Assurance for those people that have invited Jesus to be their Lord and Savior, those people that are living for the Lord, but, but sometimes maybe there's doubt. I, I, just, I just pray that, that, that you just give, in, through the Holy Spirit, that you just speak to their hearts right now and just let them know that they know that they know that they know where they will spend eternity i just pray for that assurance right now in jesus name and god i just pray for anyone here today that has not invited you to be their lord and savior but they would like to and so and so um I just, I'm just gonna ask that you pray this prayer with me if that's you. God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the hope of Jesus. I invite Jesus to be my savior, to forgive me of my sins, to cleanse me of my unrighteousness. I invite all the finished works of the cross into my life. Help me to live in relationship with you, Lord. Help me to grow in my relationship with you. I thank you for loving me. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We're going to sing uh, one more song here and uh, invite, uh, invite you just to just to enter in, just to engage with Jesus this morning, just to respond to whatever that, Holy Spirit is tugging on your heart about. Just respond to that right now. Amen.
1: He didn't want heaven without us. So Jesus, you
0: God, I just pray that everyone in this room is going to know the God of Isaiah chapter 9 this Christmas. And we thank you for that hope. And I pray that hope realized in our lives in Jesus' name. God, I thank you so much for this opportunity to uh, just be together and to uh, fellowship today at our Christmas party. And uh, I just pray, Lord, that everything we do today is going to bring you glory and you honor. We just pray that you bless the food today to our body. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. So we're, we're dismissed here. Our, our prayer team is going to be standing at the front uh, at the end of service here. So you're absolutely welcome to come for prayer. Uh, for the rest of us, we're gonna, we're going to enter into the gym through the hallway and through the, the far gym doors. So we're going to line, the line's going to go into the hallway, then into the gym. I really want to encourage you um, to fill the tables, okay? Fill the tables. So, so um, if, if there's one person sitting by themselves, go sit with them. If there's a family of three people sitting by themselves, go sit with them. Okay, I want the tables to be full for our program. Is that fair? Okay, awesome. God bless. Let's go. Let's go party. Party hardy.